When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Studio 12, your podcast home for Texas A&M athletics. Studio 12 is driven by your Texas Ford dealers. Ford is built to lend a hand. Your Texas Ford dealer can assist with home delivery and other vehicle service options. Let us do our part and help take care of you. Howdy, I'm G. Guerreri, and I've been the head soccer coach at Texas A&M for more than a quarter century. The Aggies have experienced some incredible accomplishments over those years and won hundreds and hundreds of games and many, many championships. All that success doesn't just happen. It comes from a collection of special people doing extraordinary things in front of the best college soccer fans in America. This podcast is about some of those special people where you get to possibly learn something new about them and their life away from Aggie soccer. So here is our latest off the pitch podcast by another very special man, the voice of Aggie soccer, Dr. David Ellis. Well, welcome everybody and thank you, G. Uh, this is another edition of Off the Pitch and today we are joined by Texas A&M defender slash forward Junior to be Daria Britton. Daria, how are things going? 
Howdy, David. Things are going well. Um, just trying to stay busy with everything at home, playing soccer, obviously, and spending time with my family. Well, what what kind of soccer have you have you just been working up on your uh, working out on your own or or what? So when I come home on my breaks, um, ever since high school, I've been working out with a soccer trainer um, in San Antonio. And so I try to see him three times a week at least. And we work on some skills that help me with my position and just being on the field and improving myself as a player. Yeah, so is, is it hard when you're not, you don't have competitive games to play in and, and that sort of thing? Uh, I mean. Do you have a particular regimen that you go through in terms of staying in shape, that sort of thing, a workout routine? Yeah, so we have our workout packet that we were given. And so I stay on top of that as well as implementing um, some soccer skills with it and getting time on the ball. And really we try to um, reflect game-like practices. And so we do high reps and uh, low rest times in between just to really ensure that my fitness on the ball uh, when I'm playing on the field is really high. No, you've got to be looking forward to getting back to A&M. When are you going to be coming back? Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm going to head back um, at the end of June um, before July. And uh, just since I have a couple jobs right now, and so it's helping pay some of my uh, bills and um, but in all, I'm just really excited about getting back with my friends and everyone. Well, what are you doing? What kind of jobs have you got? So I got a job with delivering birthday yard signs. It's kind of interesting, but I put the birthday yard, the signs together, and they look like party hats. And so you put yeah. the person's name and their age on the sign. And so I've been delivering those and picking those up from people's yards. But I've also been babysitting a lot, and then I also have been working at a um, clothing store that I normally work at when I come home on my breaks. That's fantastic. So uh, how does the babysitting going? You know, I mean, so many people do that when they're, when they're, uh, when they're young and growing up. Uh, what ages do you typically babysit? Oh, I love, I love kids. And so um, right now I'm babysitting a um, four-year-old and an eight-year-old. Uh, she's going to be eight in July. And so um, I just really love being around them. I do it Tuesday, Thursday, 10 to four. And so we just do a lot of fun activities. We swim a lot. And then at nighttime, sometimes I babysit my neighbors and they have four girls and it's really awesome just seeing them interact together. Both of the families have are sisters. And so I really see my sister and I and all of these girls. And it's really cool to just be a part of their lives. So you babysit four girls at one time? Yes. Um, uh, the older ones are very self-sufficient, so they help me out a lot. And there's two younger ones. Um, so we just all spend time together. So in all, it's not really babysitting. It's just spending time with them. But I really enjoy it. To me, that would just be exhausting. Absolutely <laughs> exhausting. We have a lot of fun. I, that's why my wife and I have enjoyed being grandparents now. We've got four grandkids with, with a fifth on the way here in a couple of weeks. And the great thing about being a grandparent is, you know, you can keep them for a couple of days and then you get to send them back. You know, yeah, it's really cool because by, by the end of the weekend, we're exhausted, you know. And so it's really nice. I can't imagine keeping four girls at one time, though. Holy smokes. That is yeah, a lot. Well, 
at the end of the day, I go next door, you know, so I always leave wanting to come back, which is really awesome. And they're really sweet. Um, but congratulations on that fifth grandchild. Yeah, we're kind of kind of fired up about that. So, uh, all right. So uh, going to be coming back to uh, College Station here the, the, the end of June. And, and uh, how did the spring semester go for you? I know it was a weird one, but uh, how did it go academically? The spring semester was definitely a weird one, but it went very well for me academically. Um, it was the best out of all of my semesters here at A&M. Uh, I was taking two online classes already, so the switch to all online classes wasn't that difficult. I prefer in-class classes, but um, the, just the switch was very different and interesting. It took a little bit to get used to, but I got the hang of things after a while and I really did well at the end of the semester. Well, that's good. Congratulations. All of your Thank team you. did well as well based on uh, the team GPA. That was just uh, superb. About a three point, I want to say 3.86 team GPA. Mm -hmm. or something. Everyone uh, did awesome. So, you know, last year at this time, you were getting ready to go into your first season uh, at, of Aggie soccer. And you just be you must be so much more comfortable now uh, than you were a year ago is that the case it is the case and i'm definitely in a different position uh being an older um player now and so i have responsibilities of the younger ones looking up to me and as well as um a transfer that we have coming in and so I'm definitely more comfortable with my teammates but the transition as a transfer student was definitely very smooth for me and I don't know if other student athletes can say that when they go to different schools because A&M is pretty special and the soccer team here is amazing it's the the whole culture that the coaches put in um, and all the players were very welcoming and they're my best friends. So you just uh, got appointed to the Collegiate Council uh, at Texas A&M. Uh, can you explain a little bit about what that is? Yes, so the Collegiate Council is new this year. They just um, came up with it. It's through the 12th Man Foundation, and there's a group of eight of us um, that were selected through interview process. And we are looking to connect the student body with the 12th Man Foundation more um, to raise awareness about how Texas A&M Athletics gets its funding because it's solely from the 12th Man Foundation and donors, which is amazing. But um, we just wanna raise awareness and connect the student body more and get them more involved in Texas A&M Athletics. Yeah, you know, you raise a very good point. Uh, so many universities, uh, their athletic departments receive funds from the university uh, with which to operate. And uh, Texas A&M, that's not the case. The athletic uh, uh, endeavors of Texas A&M are supported solely by the contributions of folks to the 12th Man Foundation. And uh, it, it, it really kind of, you know, Texas A&M is one of the very few universities that's able to do that. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, going into, coming into A&M, I didn't really, I didn't know that. And so I was always curious about where we got our funding. And then 
I went to a donor dinner this past spring with some of my teammates, and it was really amazing just getting to talk with the donors, um, but really understand that like everything we have is because of them, and it just makes you so much more grateful of what we have. Well, it is, it is, it, it is very true. And by the way, uh, folks who might be interested in joining the 12th Man Foundation, you go to uh, uh, 12thman.com and uh, figure that all out. So I uh, encourage you to, to do so. Uh, and also, I should tell you that uh, uh, you can go to their Twitter account at 12th Man uh, Foundation. So that's another great, uh, uh, great way to stay in, in on top of Texas A&M athletics. Um, so Daria, what, go on the academic side for just a second. What's your major? My major is allied health. What are you planning on doing when you graduate? So I am actually planning on going to physical therapy school. Um, I want to become a physical therapist and hopefully impact people's lives, whether get them back on track to where they were from before or change their lifestyle. Um, that's just something that I'm really passionate for. Is it, do you want to focus on uh, athletes and athletics, physical therapy, or just uh, the broad general population? I think the end goal is athletes, um, but I'm interested in a couple of different programs. And so the path that I take for the program um, might be different than other ones. Um, I'm interested in the Army Baylor physical therapy program. And so that's through the the military. And so through that, it would be a little bit different than the normal physical therapy program. And so um, whether I decide to go that route or the traditional um, civilian physical therapy, um, both of those, hopefully I'll end up um, working with athletes. Oh, okay. That sounds like an interesting, so is, is that a, that Army Baylor program, is that one where you would actually go in the Army to, as, and, and be a physical therapist in the Armed Forces, or would you do it as a civilian? It would be where you go into the Army as a physical therapist in the Army, and you have to serve for five years as a physical therapist in the Army um, to give back your time. And then after that, you can either choose to continue on in the Army, or you can be a civilian physical therapist. Well, that sounds really, really cool. That really does. And very, not to mention, very rewarding. Uh, yes. Uh, very rewarding for a profession. So uh, when I look, I get you to look back, uh, soccer season last year. Uh, uh, biggest thrill uh, of the entire season. Oh, I definitely have to say the first round of the NCAA tournament when we um, beat the hell out of TU. That was definitely a once-in-a-lifetime experience for any Aggie. I tell everyone that. That's It's it's crazy that that happened, but just the energy on Ellis that night was um, not comparable at, at all to anything else. Well, correct answer number one. I hope it's not once in a lifetime. I hope we get a chance to do it again. So uh, yeah, just that'd speaking, be awesome. Just, just speaking as a as an Aggie. So what have you been doing? I mean, so I know you you, you had academics in the spring semester, and you've also been working out. You had an opportunity to. I've been asking all of our uh, players this question have you picked up any new habits I mean new uh, hobbies new things that you weren't planning to have the time to do but because of the way the semester unfolded uh, anything that you've got to do that you weren't expecting 
So I've actually done a couple of things. One's new and two are kind of old, but the new one is my dad, sister, and I sat down and did two a thousand piece puzzles. And those, let me tell you, those are very hard. Um, I picked out one and it's a color gradient. And so there's no, um, there's no like pieces that are like every single piece is different. And so that one was very difficult. And then the other thing that I picked up um, was I love to paint. And so I had this huge canvas that I had um, drawn on and I was wanting to paint it, but it's been a year um, since I've been able to. And so I was finally able to start painting on it. And then the third one is just reading, um, just having that time now to read. Um, sure. Yeah, it's just really awesome because during the school year, obviously reading textbooks is what you read and it's really hard to pick up um leisure books on the side and so it's really awesome just getting to pick up some books and read some so i am so jealous of anybody who has uh any artistic uh skills uh, at all because i have absolutely zero <laughs> and and i can't even i mean really i'm not even allowed to pick out my own clothes so uh, <laughs> So, I mean, I don't, I just, it's, it's hard for me to relate to, although, but like mm -hmm. I say, I'm very jealous of it. So is, is this something that's kind of artistic talent? Is this something that, that you kind of had all your life or when, when did you get started with the interest in painting? So when I was little in elementary school, I used to go to these like art day camps through one of my teachers at my school. And then through middle school, I was really always interested in art. And so I took a, the class period art um, for middle school. And then in high school, I took art as well. So I've just always been interested in it. And even on my free time at home, I'd like get a canvas and I'd pick up a paintbrush and start painting. And so it's been something that's very nice where if I'm kind of stressed out and I want to step away from the world for a minute, I can just sit down and paint something. Um, and so during this time, it's been really awesome to have that time. And then as things have been um, getting busier recently, I haven't been able to do it as much. And so during um, the quarantine time, as you would say, um, right. I had some time to paint, which was really awesome. So do you, do you have a particular medium? I mean, oil, watercolors, what, what, what medium do you, do you like? I've always done acrylic, but I'm really interested okay. in oil. And so um, I'm hoping that I can maybe um, start like playing around with oil pretty soon. Is it, uh, do you do kind of, abstract art or, or uh, you know, nature scenes, uh, portraits, what, what, uh, what do you like to do? I'd say I'd like to do, I like to do portraits and nature scenes. Um, I did a portrait, I guess you could say a portrait of um, Phil, Coach Phil and Lori's dogs. And so that was pretty fun getting to do that for them. Uh, they're really cute. And so um, I like painting animals. It's really fun to do that. You know what? Now that you say that, I remember that, and Lori uh, showed it to me, and it was really good. I remember now. I'm sorry, I apologize, but I yeah, I remember seeing that, and you did you did a really good job. Thank you. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to let you get back to your brushes. I'm sure you hear your brushes calling, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to let you do that. And uh, 
we're looking forward to getting you back uh, here on campus, Daria. And, and, and I know, uh, no more so than you, looking for the 2020 season to finally get underway, right? Oh, I'm so excited and I'm so ready to get an SEC ring and, and uh, looking forward to a national championship. That would be really awesome. You and me both. All right, that is Daria Britton, uh, another edition of Off the Pitches in the Books. Glad you uh, listened today. Be sure and tune in every week uh, for a new edition of Off the Pitch. And so for Daria Britton, I'm David Ellis. Thanks for listening, everybody. And get them. Thanks, David. This is Coach G again, thanking you for listening to these stories surrounding Aggie soccer. To learn more and keep up with Texas A&M soccer, you can visit 12thman.com and aggiesoccer.com. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Off the Pitch and that you'll subscribe, rate, and tell your friends about the podcast. So until the next time, thanks and gig'em.